When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Oh, welcome back, squirrels. It's us back here again, here at Squirrel Talk. Really excited to be here. A third week in a row. Oh my God, our energy is already depleted. Are you tired, Selena? I am. Are you? I'm I'm already really tired. I'm exhausted of this podcast. Why? I don't think people realize how much work doing a podcast is. It's way more than you think. You think it's just like an audio, like voices. It's like, oh, you could just put that up. It's like, no. No, No. I actually have to talk to people I don't like, like Selena Vile, every week or so. Wait, you don't like me? When she's not, when she's available. Yeah, we're enemies, right? We're having a big feud. I did see the tweets. I did. Your mom is very upset about that. You have to call her and tell her we're not really fighting. No, we're definitely really fighting. <laughs> Keep up the pretense. Keep up the pretense. We're definitely in a huge fight. I'm going to reveal all of the bad information about Selena Vile soon you at some point sometime in the future horrible person and i cannot wait for you to be exposed i'm gonna be exposed i'll expose myself i'll expose myself i already do on a weekly basis <laughs> oh no call the police uh- <laughs> indecent exposure um, so uh well what's going on in the world today how are you doing what am- i'm actually doing great right now yeah, you're I, doing a lot of drag, or you're taking a break, kind of ish. No, I'm, 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 uh, I'm not taking a break. Actually, I was planning. Well, you're not on taking, taking a break, a break but summer. you said that you were like going to be more specific about what you do or whatever. Exactly. So I'm basically, I have a minimum that I will leave the house for, <laughs> and yeah. I only want to do. That, like I'm not interested in bar gigs. You know what I mean? Like mm. I just want to do the gigs that like, and I never get bar gigs anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but a uh, good news I can say is that I just this morning got the call that I booked a film role. Oh my God. Yes. I was so yeah. excited. Uh, uh, I'm so excited that you got it. Me I guess too. you can't, been... you can't tell us the details further than that, but you booked some gig, no. right? Yeah. I won't say anything more. It is a minor role. Um, mm-hmm. but I can't say anything other than that. Uh, it's not a major film either. Like it's a independent film, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it's exciting to book something. It's just oh, exciting yeah. to book something. And I just got a new agent. So it's like nice that like my like fourth audition, I actually got something. We can talk about your agent, right? Your yeah. agent is Meg. I'm with the, I'm with, yeah, Meg McGuire from the Baxter agency. I've known her mm-hmm. for a long time through second city. She was, the yeah, cause Meg was the stage manager. Yeah. 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 So we've had a longstanding relationship and, it's always just been a matter of like, when am I going to sign with Meg? And then mm. it happened finally. Yeah. And now you're like booking gigs left, right, and center. You're, I'm the new like, you. You're... You've, been on, <laughs> you've been on so, you've been in so many things. Have I? Murdoch, Murdoch Mysteries. Come, you had Twice. a recurring role on that. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Twice a pseudo. A pseudo. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I tell people. I was the recurring character on Murdoch Mysteries because they brought me back <laughs> for the Christmas episode. That didn't make sense. Um, I do love your demo reel. I watch it all the time. What? Do you, do you, does it put you to sleep? That's how you get to sleep I like, at night? I like watching <laughs> you and that man fight over the gift. What is it? Is you're fighting over, um, you're fighting over something. It's a, it's a fur coat and we're arguing over <laughs> the color. It. And it's like, what color was the coat, sir? It's like white. And my net is, it was brown. It was from Eaton's. <laughs> <laughs> Eaton's. Remember Eaton's? Yeah. Eaton's has been around in Toronto for a long, long time. And Ottawa, but um, I mean, I it's closed now. When yeah. I, it was closed now, when I was a kid, my but mom it's still called the e- everyone still calls it the Eaton Center because the they mall, sold the building, I guess. I don't even um, think they did. It's Cadillac Fairview now, but like we still oh, call it the Eaton Center. Yeah, well, it's yeah. it's hard to break that habit. Like I still call uh-huh. the Rogers Center the Sky Dome. Absolutely, and Rogers. I mean, they just like have dropped the ball so huge in Canada. Like they've like they're terrible. Like they. They're terrible. It, 
like uh, for a full day no one had internet on rogers <laughs> and what was the what, what was the like did they give you did you are you with rogers did you lose reception i'm half with rogers luckily like my internet's bell and then my phone is rogers right. so we lost so half did of they it. offer you any compensation at all like a month well, free or anything no, the compensation was for the time lost, which I mean, equivalates to like, I don't know, five bucks, right? They're so <laughs> fucking cheap. They're such, they gouge us with with their extremely high prices and then they give mm. us nothing in return. Well, you know, I, I don't know what to say about it, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, it sucked to lose yeah. internet for like a full day. That sucks. Yeah. And it was like, there, there's like updating the system or something. Like, man, that's a big screw up. Come on. That's a huge effing screw up. And who knows if that's even the real reason. Yeah. Internet hackers. Was it you? It was you. You did it. It was, An- it was Angelina I Jolie. I see it in your eyes. This, is, <laughs> this might be why we're having a big feud, everybody. Just letting you know. It might be the internet hacking thing that All Selena's been be doing. All will be revealed soon. All will be revealed in good time. <laughs> why Selena Vile is a bad person. You're Ex-O. a bad person. You're I'm a bad person. You're, You're an the enemy, enemy of, of the state. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on? I think we have some cool things coming up too. Obviously, Yas and Vile we're still doing. And we might have some cool, might have some other things coming up. I don't know. It might be secret still, but um, Well, you also were doing some great things with your daughter, Messy Margaret, who was on the pod yeah. last week. Yeah, Messy Margaret. Rest in peace. She's dead now. Um, <laughs> had to put her back in the freezer so she didn't spoil. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that mess, but I have to say, um, she was, she was great on the pod. It would have been nice to hear her opinions if you didn't cut her off every time and yell at her every time she spoke. <laughs> I hardly did. Also, I only cut her off yeah. because she, she kept repeating herself and I'm like, okay, calm down. It, it actually gave me flashbacks to Vicky constantly Yelling telling at me. You. Yeah. Cause I would say the same thing that Vicky said. And then Vicky would always be like, you just said that. And I just said that. And and then I was, uh, yeah, it was very, it was bad. very, it's very like mother, like daughter. It's very um, <laughs> The amount of times you yelled at her to stop talking. You were like, no, no, I don't care. We're moving on. No, no, no. I'm like, how does this girl put up? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, like half of her drag is now, is still mine. Like my old cast off. So, I mean, she has no choice. <laughs> She we looks actually, great in them, by the way. We actually balance each other out very well because I'm a little slower paced, uh, a little bit more like a mastermind, and she's much more like a doer and like a go-getter. She's so. very much a go-getter. I really mm-hmm. appreciate that about her. I like when people know their talents and know their lanes and know how to push themselves forward if nobody else is giving them opportunities. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. And so Messy Productions, we have our show Drag on the Esplanade, which is monthly mm-hmm. at Bar Cathedral in Toronto. Which is really mm-hmm. cool. Which is and doing we, fantastic. You were on like blog yeah. as like shows to watch. Yeah, so we've been doing pretty good. We have our seventh show next Tuesday here. We're doing like a Halloween theme, Halloween in August. Come dress in a costume. Oh, yes. Um, have candy. Coyote Ugly is gonna do tarot readings. I don't know. Cool. You know, because Halloween in o- October can be cold, but I don't know. And August is a boring month. So I was like, <laughs> let's just let's just do something stupid and fun. And um <laughs> But now, now we're like trying to expand. We just had our drag bingo at CC's Bar and Grill, which is this amazing new queer uh, uh, space queer in the East space, End yeah. here. Little forty seat bar. They just opened in February. Uh-huh. Uh, go check them out, CC's Bar and Grill. They're yeah, it's amazing. That looks like a really good partnership. It looked like it was sold out. Pretty much, yeah. We had a yeah. nice sold out night, and we did our drag bingo. So we're gonna. We actually decided we're gonna probably do it again. So it's gonna be monthly there. Great. Um, so look up to that. And uh, I guess I might as well announce it now. We just uh, are partnering with the Lavender Menace, also in the East End, to Ooh. do a drag show coming up. Um, I think on the 20th of August, we're going to do a drag night. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And we might when have I... some other cool stuff, too, coming up. But like, The yeah. 20th is a Saturday, no? A Saturday night. You know, we're doing ah. like a drag diva night where we're just going to like be drag queens around the bar. Yeah. Uh, and Amazing. I think we're going to do it like American style. Do you know like this style? They do kind of like in the, the Mideast or something like Toledo. Mm-hmm. They do like just set. I love so Toledo they do one, drag. Like... I'm all over Toledo drag. Are you? <laughs> no, You're all I over? <laughs> I don't know. But like I've becoming so cultured and like different places do it differently. 
And like right. the way that they do it often is like different sets. So they do like a couple numbers at eight, a couple numbers at nine thirty, a couple numbers at midnight. Oh wow! So they, oh, geez, they don't go night. the whole. Well, they don't go the whole time. They just kind right. of they do a bit. So you have kind of something to look forward to. And so I really like that uh, format yeah. for that location. Lavender Menace is literally right around the corner from me. So it's like easy peasy. That's amazing. That's so good anyway, that you're like taking over the East End. That's like a great market. We're trying to. It is untapped. It is untapped. Like there's not a lot of drag happening out there. If there are, it's a one-off. Why do you think it was like, do you think it was just like, it never really, never really spilled over to the East End, but the East End is kind of underdeveloped anyway in Toronto. Well, I think it's because East End is a little bit more like, like people there just kind of have their own niche right like it's just a little mm-hmm. quieter it's more family based it's more like we're, we're like the, the quiet version of the west end yeah no i i've been in pitching people's shows i often describe the west end as like they have their grunge scene their grunge center of the city is traditional uh yeah and the east end i think we just want to be chill and have fun and uh yeah. have families so yeah, i honestly think yeah i honestly think campy drag actually suits the east end a totally bit. so totally we're actually having decent success so fingers crossed things continue that way that would be really great yeah. i love that <laughs> thing, guys. so yeah that's that's that it that's it we're, we're very excited to to keep going with messy productions <laughs> excellent i spoke with vicky recently she's happy to be dead yeah. um she was yeah. recently in vegas Mm, Vegas. Did she play the slots or did she play someone's um, slot? Both. Both. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I was. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't talk to me. I'm. I'm like her drag daughter, but you're like more her drag daughter. You know. You, well, I'm the one that she picked, and you're the one that she ended up with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm the one that was around for a while. It's like, hey, let's work together. She's like, oh. Fine. Um. <laughs> also, Hugh Mann is back in town, but very busy. I've been trying to keep in t- contact with him, but he's incredibly busy doing a show at Soul Pepper or doing two shows at Soul Pepper, I think. Two shows at Soul Pepper. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I would like to book Hugh to, in some sort of show, but I'm like, Hugh's yeah. very busy right now. And it's and, a catch him if he can kind of situation. Yeah, uh, which is good. And yeah. uh, what about our other drag siblings? Chance oh, of showers. About Chance of showers. She's you know taking over Church Street. Well, she's the the gossip of Church Street. Like she knows everything that's going on. So she's the <sighs> one we reach out to anytime there's something that we need to know. <laughs> oh. Does she still work at Little Canada? Yeah, she does. Go see yeah, her there's, there. <laughs> there's this thing in Toronto called Little Canada. It's just a little version of Canada in a room. <laughs> I love when she talks about how people get upset that they can't see their house. Like, where's the mini version of my house? And I'm like, relax, you idiot. We don't have like, every person's house in Canada. Oh, my God. We, <sighs> we have a little version of Canada inside Toronto. It's so, so stupid. I love it. Who I want to go. I want to go see it. Who came up with that idea? I, I want to be a drag Godzilla inside Lego Canada. <laughs> Just like, knock knock over the cn tower that is my fantasy do it Hmm. Uh, i don't want to get arrested well well okay well i guess is that all the hot goss should we talk about this episode yeah actually you know what i enjoyed this episode did you like this episode okay so Let's just debrief the last episode a bit since you weren't here. Um, the last episode was tragic mess. And I was like, this, uh, the first episode was great. Second episode was horrible. Horrible. I like, echo everything you guys said. What a piece of shit that episode was. It was so bad. It I makes was... me so angry at production <laughs> because I think you guys said this. This is a fantastic cast. They cast mm-hmm. this series perfectly and so many of those girls are so funny mm-hmm. and production sucks i just need to say it the judges don't understand comedy and not mm-hmm. even like reading comedy they don't understand how to deliver a joke oh my they God. are so <laughs> stilted they are yeah. so stiff they have zero stage presence yeah fair it's really hard to watch and the editing like 
so much of comedy on film is in the editing. It's absolutely. So yeah. Talk and to any boy, comedy director, like a comedy director yeah. will definitely tell you, you have to know how to pan. You have to know the, the, the lenses even, you, you know, yeah. everything comedy directing is very important. The timing, the timing is so important in editing. Yeah, Cause timing it's timing. It's all they, in timing. They and can totally Jesus. mess up your timing cause they re-edit it and then it will look bad. And like it, they do. These editors need to go. I don't understand what it is with Canadian television productions, mm-hmm. but the production value is shit. It's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a little underwhelming. And anyway, so so far we've had one super hit. I love the first episode. Then I had this terrible second episode mm-hmm. and I, I honestly was in this place where I was like, I don't know about the third episode. I think this is going to be terrible. This is going to be ter- yeah. I had very low expectations. I was pleasantly surprised by the third episode as well. Me too. I really, I really, I really enjoyed it. I really And was. we're going to get to this later, I guess, but I want to just say it now. Hollywood Jade was such a refreshing person to have on the judges panel. For me, he brings an energy that is completely missing. He's happy to be there. He's <gasps> light and funny. He knows what he's talking about. He works with drag queens. He has jokes. He has looks. Like, put this person on the panel permanently because he brings something out of the other judges that is missing. I completely agree with you. Uh, when Hollywood was on the panel, wow, 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 wow. What a yeah. difference. Yeah. And also... I hate to say it, but Brad Gorski was gone. Uh huh. I didn't miss Brad that much. I didn't miss him either. I do like Brad. I do like. I do. I think he brings value to the show. That value is not in line delivery or comedy. No. Which is which makes me really dislike him being on the show. But he does bring value in terms of like his fashion knowledge and like his actual opinions. But yeah, that, but you know when you when you compare like Brad, let's let's just be honest. When you compare Brad to Ross Matthews and Carson Kressley, yeah. yeah, Carson Kressley is a fashionista, but definitely a big comedian, right? He's so like, funny. He's so he's funny. He's so funny first. Like, he was yes. a fab five. Yes. Ross Matthews is just a comedian, pretty yes. much, and a talk show host. Yes. They, like, Drag Race, actual Drag Race, has a comedian on their panel regular. <laughs> Yeah, Reese Nicholson, um, Graham Norton. Where Alan is our Carr. comedian? We're, we're Canada, the land of comedy. Uh, yeah. You know, like, where's our comedian on the panel? That's so stupid. Yeah. Right? And we fuck it. And we, and like, we're Canada. Is, we, we have so many comedians to choose from. Uh, I know. It makes me so angry. So I do like Tracy Melshore. Um, she's She's fun. She's fun and bland, but she's fun and kind of bland. And that, that's the problem, I think, is that, like, when you have Brad and Tracy, like... Yeah, you can't have two blands. Um, they're both kind of bland, and they're, yeah. they don't understand comedy. And they're both, like, really jaded hosts. Jaded? You think they're jaded? I, I think, think they're, they're jaded. jaded. Because they've been in the business a really long time. They kind of yeah. know, quote-unquote, how things go. You know, like that E.T. Canada boring, basic cbc kind yeah. of vibe and that's the thing is they're basic like they don't really have drag knowledge they're kind of the people who like go to brunch and are like mm-hmm. wow i went to a drag show uh-huh. and then don't go to one for like another four years like well then, and then like that, they're that kind of people and yeah and then i was thinking and then that kind of just leaves brooklyn to literally do all of the heavy lifting yeah but brooklyn she is funny but she's not a comedy queen she's a very talented dancer and and fashion she knows her fashion. Yes. Her looks. Yes. And I do think she's funny when she's, when she's riffing. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's funny when she is reading lines. She can't do that. Mm-hmm. And also she's kind of a negative funny person. She's a yes. reader. Yes. So like Brad's a negative, she's a negative. And then Tracy, I don't even, I don't even know. Like she doesn't know, know what she's doing half the time. No. So then you just have all these negative people all the time. So when Hollywood was on that panel and it was just like positive and giving like these positive upward punches. Yeah. yeah. What? Like, it was such a difference. I really like, I really yeah. want him on the panel permanently. Permanently. Even just not even speaking, just his presence mm-hmm. there was a beacon of light. Like it was just like, this person belongs in this seat. And last week they had, 
Carol Pope. Carol Pope. <laughs> the classic comedian, Carol Pope. <laughs> the, the funniest woman in Canada. Funniest. There to judge a comedy challenge. Uh, if I was Carol, I would be so confused. I'm like, how? why am I here? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, but... um. <laughs> of all the challenges to put her on, it was that one. Oh my goodness. So... Okay, so this episode was a lot better. Uh, what what did they do? They did a, a mini challenge, uh, which was this date, right? Yes, it was it was a blind dates or like a Tinder date, mm-hmm. and everyone had to do a male character. Which, by the way, one of my signature pieces made it on the stage or on screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what it is? Yeah, I think it was the um, the uh, the fat suit, right? Okay, it was not a fat suit. It's not a fat suit. It was not a fat suit, Hillary. Oh, well, don't it, you it made, go, don't you go made, putting me in the Shangela realm? It made look. It made fierce look really fat and bulky, and <laughs> maybe it's well, just because needs... I want to. I want to call fierce fat and bulky. Well, go ahead. You go. You <laughs> go right ahead and call fierce as fat as you want to call her. <laughs> um, it was my muscle suit that I've worn oh. to um, impersonate Vicky Licks. That's what I bought yes. it for. Yeah, uh, I also wore it in my Encanto number when I did uh, surface pressure, but mm-hmm. uh, I lent it to Mistress Delicious to wear on the show, and it made it All on right. screen. I love it. I know when I when I saw it, I was like, "That's Selena's fat suit." I'm so yeah. excited that the fat suit's on camera. <laughs> <laughs> it was very exciting for me. Yeah, it was totally exciting. It's the closest you'll ever get to getting on Drag Race. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. I finally made it. You should have hidden, like hidden inside the rolls, and just like popped out, like <laughs> I just Shangela. Pop out my little head. <laughs> I mean, hey, you said you wanted to be Shangela. I mean, the fat suit popping out of things. I mean, there you go. You are Canada's Shangela, most likely. We better get it. We, we, I am. Listen, I, I'll take it. I'll fucking take that. <laughs> uh, it was a fun challenge. Did you like the challenge? The date. Um, yeah. And you know what? I think this is the thing. Like, I was very hesitant to like it. I was like, yeah. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I don't know about this because Brooklyn Heights doing comedy or judging comedy. The idea yeah. was we're going to go on a date. <laughs> the premise is yeah. make me laugh. And I'm like, I, we just had a comedy episode and I don't trust your sense of humor. <laughs> Correct. Yes. It's a scary thing when, when, <laughs> when we're trying to make Brooklyn laugh, um, but, but they, but they were very funny. There was some I funny shit funny. on that stage. And she was good at riffing with them. She was yeah. good at like picking up what they were putting down. Yeah. Um, who were the standouts for you in terms of comedy? Um, I would definitely say my faves were uh, Irma God and Vivian Vanderpuss. Yes, and, those two. Um, yeah, they, they when just they really, cut, yeah. When they cut to Jada slapping butter on that bread and stuff in her face, I was in that mustache. It was so fucking funny. Like that was a good, like she was just there for the bread. It was so good. Um, But Irma, Irma killed me. She Mm -hmm. was so good. Vivian was so great. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember who else was wonderful. Uh, Giselle Lullaby came in and did like the typical Montreal guy in a blue powder suit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was very funny to start things off. I thought that was nice. Yeah, Bombay went old. Bombay played an old man. I thought Bombay might have been a little bit underwhelming. I mean, I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the old thing. I was like, oh, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, there uh, were so many other ways that Bomb could have killed this. Yeah. Um, I actually thought Kimmy's choice of starting Butch and then going Twinkie was a good good angle for her. Did you? I thought it was a bit of a cop-out. You thought it was, it was like cop-out? It was like in those improv scenes where you're doing something you're not comfortable doing. Like yeah. you pick a character and you pick a voice and then you're like, I'm just kidding. I'm not really that person. And then you go into something that you already know. No, to me, it, that it, was a cop out. You're totally right. I mean, it was a little bit of a Trinity doing Satan on all star seven moment um, right. where it's really easy. You start off that way and then you go. But um, I also think it was a safe choice for her because let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Uh, what else can she do? I don't know if she understands comedy really. So <laughs> Good, I, like that's why I'm saying like good choice good choice is it a winning choice no but like right. it's a good choice she made a choice um, for herself she made a on LaRue. but I was really liking I was really liking her like butch character until she dropped it and then it was like oh he that's lost me. right yeah yeah 
Shalazan um, Larue. Shalazan. The... I, I don't remember Shalazans. I remember it being short. Yeah, it was. They, they did just a short thing, but it was kind of like, um, you know, like a Prairies guy, just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take me out to the back. I don't. Know. I like that. I really like that we had that Prairies representation this season because yeah. that voice is so fucking Canadian. Yeah, it's and so uh, who we are. Uh, I think those are the real stand. I mean, like they really did. They really did stand it. Irma did her new fee guy, and I thought yeah. she got a lot of great gags in doing the she new really fee, did. the new fee guy. And then Vivian, I think the crazy thing about Vivian is that she went and did an Aussie accent, which is yeah, kind of so out of left field. <laughs> it was a good accent too. <laughs> but I guess they are somewhat close to Australia in a way, and that- BC. They're the closest in Canada to Australia. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're relatively closer. Um, it's a big country. Um, but so, yeah, they did. And I definitely loved her little look that she just kept doing. It was a great like, look. I mean, it's, what did she say? Her mother's Australian and her father is a rat. What was it? <laughs> yeah, something like a rat and just kept doing the, the look. She like, turned her head and then she put glasses and did the look. It's very yeah. clown. You know, she always yeah. was looking for that moment. I loved it. Um and I, I definitely yeah. thought she was the winner. So that's And she was. She did, she did win. And um, she won uh a package from our previous sponsors. <laughs> Shoe Freaks. <laughs> yeah. I think the code still works too. I think so. it does. Don't yeah. tell them what it is anymore. They have to go listen to previous episodes to hear it. Yeah, go listen to previous episodes of Squirrel Talk to find our, our promo code, which I believe gives you some sort of discount. But you know, you'll have to um it's like an advent calendar. You'll have to figure out which episode it's in. It's like, <laughs> nope, not this one. Not this one. You know, Christmas album. Um, I like that. I miss advent calendars. Those are the best. Yeah, I still get them. They're because I mean, I love chocolate. <laughs> uh-huh. They do advent calendars now with every like every company will be like, here's a little mm. like Young Living essential oils advent calendar. I know, but who needs that many essential oils? I you do. Know, does everyone does everyone need an essential oil? That's you know they like say taupe. yes this one, taupe. This, this one's taupe they and say that essential oils are bad for pets and that will kill your animals but like i've been using really? it for years and my cat is thriving as far as i know, yeah. I know. <laughs> your cat is somewhere missing he hasn't moved in usually. a while but mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's fine um talking about the prairies uh i think yes. uh, this is a great note to kind of end the first half on let's do it i adored this moment that they had between uh, Shalazan <gasps> and Chaos. And because you know what? It really actually upset me watching Chaos, watch Shalazan talk about being indigenous and saying, like saying to the camera, not even to like there in, in the present moment, that she's not comfortable talking about her indigenousness because she presents so white. But what she said here was that like, if you know any Métis people, they, they have like dirty blonde hair and green eyes. Yeah. I did not know that. And that's something that like would be great to like talk about. I'm so glad they got to have that moment. It's something that like I kind of relate to and like feel imposter syndrome a little bit with my being Arabic uh, because I am so white looking and like mm-hmm. people often like place me as Jewish or, or mm-hmm. something like in the area, but not necessarily Arabic. Mm-hmm. And people assume Arabic people look a certain way, but like so many of us are just white mm-hmm. and that is representation. Like just because your skin isn't dark doesn't mean you don't, represent everything mm-hmm. about your culture yeah skin color doesn't necessarily represent culture or background all the time which is like yeah. yeah i i thought that you might relate with that uh with your mixed heritage and stuff and yeah and i was actually talking to the about this to my drag daughter messy maybe we mm-hmm. can talk about it sometime but she has um indigenous background in her her background and she never okay. likes to claim it either right um she has a complicated relationship because she feels she's too white presenting. Um, right. And I'm always just like, well, you, you don't have to like get a tax thing or whatever, but like you, you can be proud of your culture. Exactly. Like it's so unfortunate that you feel ashamed of it. Like we're trying to get over that. We need to get over that. It's somehow. part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, I, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, well, I just loved, I know I love this conversation between the two of them. And it dawned on me that the producers uh, really did a great job casting two. Yeah. 
uh, indigenous, First Nation, Métis, and also, you know, people. Yeah. And, you know, you always have that thing on a a show. It's like, oh, there's only one drag king. And then suddenly there's two. And it's like, oh, my God, two kings on a show? How does this happen? Two indigenous drag queens on Canada's Drag Race 3 have to get to have a conversation about this? That was Mm -hmm. great. Because it's so Mm -hmm. important to the narrative of Canada, especially in this moment where we're dealing with big things like reconciliation, right? Yeah. There's even a big conversation about colorism within the Indigenous community is like, if you're white passing, that means you're white. Like, there's been a lot of conversation Mm. about that on TikTok in particular. Of course, of course, Uh, right? And a lot of people, I think there's such a huge identity crisis. um, And even shells on... Even Shelazon saying that she dares dye dares, dares <laughs> dyes her hair black so that right. she appears more indigenous. <gasps> like, wow, 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 wow. Like, I mean, the things you learn, the the realities of you know the racial undertones of mm-hmm. existing. Um, I think just in general, we need to stop assuming that a certain culture looks a certain way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there's so many ways to look like who you like who where you come from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, it's crazy. I I just really really appreciated that moment. So um, I don't know. I guess we have the other challenge to get into, but we'll do that after the break. Do you want to take a break and go pee? Oh, or something? let's take a break. I need. I I'm, really my bladder need is to pee. Full and I need to oh drink it. Okay, we'll see you in a minute, squirrels. Bye. Bye. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, and we're back. Hi, we're squirrels. Oh, that was God. a real good pee. How was yours? Uh, I don't know. I'm so tired. <laughs> did you fall asleep on the toilet? Because it's what? been an hour and a half. What? Huh? Did you fall, did you fall it asleep? It was an on- <laughs> hour and a half? Why didn't you call me? I tried. You weren't answering. Your phone fell on the toilet. So I, I have you blocked anyway. We don't like each other. Shut no, up. I hate you, you bad person. I hate You're so you mean. so much. You did such Shh. bad things to me. I can't believe you, honestly. Like, I cannot believe the world is going to know everything. Oh, you can believe it. This is your comeuppance. Oh, I believe it. I just don't want to believe it. Well, you're going to have to. And I, I do. I don't want to, but I do. It's send us your theories on what Hillary did or what yeah, I com- did. Comment below. What do you think I did? <laughs> comment it, below on it... this podcast and let us know. Comment below on this podcast. You know, send us a a DM. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> don't they say that? Oh yeah, I'll slide. Listen, um, when Vivian Vanderpuss won mm-hmm. the uh the mini challenge she received the power to place everybody or not place everybody in pairs but to um to assign everybody's songs so the challenge this week was what hillary um it was ruettes they were doing duets so they're doing lip syncs in pairs to rupaul songs which is a challenge we have not seen ever on this show i'm impressed that they came up with a brand new challenge yeah Ah, uh, and this is the fun thing. I feel like this episode is all about like, uh, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then yeah. I liked it. Yeah, um, I know. Me too. It was a very hesitant episode. I was like, I don't know. And then I watched the result and I was like, you know what? I think you have something. This is good. Yeah, so. it was good. I I don't necessarily love that they have two partner challenges back to back. I think yeah. that could have been uh, spread out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a very fun challenge to watch. I would have loved to have done this challenge. Yeah. To come so they up had, with your own original, uh, like, yeah. Yeah, they had, like, uh, what songs? There was, like, Peanut Butter. There was Let the Music Play. The Classic Ruse. Um, Adrenaline. Adrenaline. Uh, the one I didn't know, it was with Lady Bunny. 
that disco one. Oh, I love that song. I've never heard it before. I know. I like it quite a lot. And uh, something else. I can't remember. There was something else. Also, another one I didn't know. Um, what would you choose if you had to choose? I would not have cared. I would have said, give me whatever, because I could make anything good. Do you know, all the girls did not want Let the Music Play, because it's right. a mid-tempo, a, a pseudo-ballad. It's not even that slow. It's like, la da 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 I would have wanted, I personally would have wanted that song. You would have, <laughs> you're like, give me the one I don't have to dance much to. <laughs> exactly. Because I would want the song where I can display my character and my personality and my camp. And yeah. I wouldn't have to worry too much about highfalutin voguing movements. I you know, I can do uh, more contemporary style dancing. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, artistic interpretation. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, 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 okay. So I would have been like, I could do whatever song. It would have been great. But then once I heard the song and saw the thing, I was like, it's a really shitty song. It's just a bad song. Let the music play. Yeah. It's horrible. I used to yeah. listen to Michelle and Rue's podcast and that was at one point their theme song and they ended up changing it because mm-hmm. it was so bad. <laughs> it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I love peanut butter as well. And I, I definitely love this new disco, the disco one. Ooh, I really, is it really... new? Is it a new song you think? I don't think so. It's Bunny and Rue. Yeah. So I don't Bunny think that's new. Rue. No, it's, it's a good song. Okay, it's probably so, from that era when where we're like lick it like a lollipop comes from lick it like a lollipop like a lollipop. <laughs> I'm not, you know what? I'm not big on the Rue songs. I don't listen to her music. I don't really necessarily care about it. Do you? Are you a Rue fan? Um, not not all of them. I mean, like some albums are much better than others. Obviously, yeah. uh, yeah. you know that one with Lucian Piani with like fly fly fly. <laughs> we fly, don't talk about uh, Lucian. And the, I know now we don't talk about <laughs> Lucian, but. Honestly, his era was probably one of her best musical eras. Yes, he so produced some great tracks. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh well. Oh well. Um, so they had to scramble to, to like put themselves into pairs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't understand Jada being the leftover. I mm. don't understand that. Who doesn't want to be paired with Jada in a lip sync challenge? Where you're working together, not against each other. Well, maybe it's more just a personality thing. Maybe Jada has just not really buddied up with anybody because I can see Jada being a little, a little standoffish, maybe like a little bit like I'm Jada kind of personality. You think so? Oh, Jada's the friendliest person. No, but like also people being intimidated of her, right? Right. Like, I mean, maybe Jada. she was very buddy buddy with Miss with most, Miss Mosu in the first couple episodes, and she didn't Absolutely. get a chance to buddy up with anybody else. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So now Mosu's gone, and you know, so that's uh... and now Jada can shine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, you said it. Um, no, I didn't mean you. Were you're the down. one who has to, you're the one who has to deal with Mosu. You do gigs with her, so you're gonna eat that. Oh my god! I love her. I love her. I love her. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so now, uh, so Vivian Vanderpuss has to assign their songs, and Miss mm-hmm. Fierce just puts up a big stink because she didn't get the song she wanted, and she got the song that nobody wanted. Well, no, no, she specifically, she just did not want Let the Music Play. She yeah. would have been happy with any other song. Yeah. So she decided because Vivian gave her a couple of passing glances Uh that Vivian was playing her. And well, she um, also thought that Shelazan winking at her was shade. So like here's herself looking at people's faces because she's not good at reading body language. I think that's part of it. And I also think that fierce is let's be honest that she's playing for the cameras. She wants to build up drama. She's been playing it for the cameras the whole time. I'm going to say, yes, she's very good at making TV, but uh-huh. also that is 100% fierce. Have you worked with her? She is a bitch and puts a stink up about everything. She's a I brat. know. She's a brat. She it's her personality. She's and she's leaning brat. into it for TV, and I really appreciate that. I, mm-hmm. am, I, I'm very happy she's on our televisions. Yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. Do you know what I'm realizing right now? What? My microphone has not been plugged in this entire time. Oh. We're sorry. The number you have reached is not in service. God damn it. All right. All right. 
So, folks, I'm sorry. I realized that my microphone had not been plugged in this entire episode, and I just plugged it in, and it reset everything. So, Hillary and I, to you, it doesn't matter, but to us, we're starting over. <laughs> well, not really. We're just going to keep keep going we're where we were. <laughs> continue with me with a better mic right now. So, I I apologize for how different I sound now. It's 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 minor. I mean, only the most astute people will will pick up on it. Where where are we though? We're talking about music <laughs> and Miss Fierce Alicia's. Miss Fierce. Oh yeah, she's so angry at everybody. Um, specifically Vivian Vanderpuss. She really thinks that some shade was thrown. Yeah. Do you do you think she was being shady? Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> she was very angry. Um, I mean, we had moments where. And I know Bombay and how Bombay acts. And Bombay literally was like, Fierce, are you okay? And then, like, walked over to Vivian and was like, she's really angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no, Fierce was in her feelings. Uh, she's feeling something here. <laughs> uh-huh. And she very much gets like that. She is a fucking brat. Um, uh, so I love to see it. I love to see her get upset. It makes me really happy when she gets upset. But... It really does work against them. So they get stuck with Let the Music Play. Yeah. Um, Bombay and Fierce Delicious are together. Honestly, they don't know what to do with it. And I think Bomb is trying to come up with some camp stuff to go with it. And Fierce is just not having it, which is so unfortunate because Fierce honestly has been really living her campy fantasy. And she yeah. has this great opportunity to do something like that. And yeah, I don't know. And she was so way too angry about it to actually focus on the challenge, which I'm like, get the fuck over it, Fierce. Like, you got fucked over. You're making good TV. Just mm-hmm. do the fucking task. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about the uh, the pre-stuff or just, like, get into the dances? Let's I just mean, get into like, it, because what is the pre-stuff even? It, oh, they met Vangie. They met Vangie. They met Vangie. Vangie's here. I guess that's kind of a cool theme. I like that theme because it is kind of like a partners. So it's Brooklyn and Vangie. So yeah. now they're... They're the par- partners because they uh, apparently they uh, confirmed on Canada's Drag Race they fucked. <laughs> well, it had been confirmed. Like at the reunion, they talked about their breakup. I know, but like they said it, like just straight oh, up. Yeah. Like, like they 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 didn't talk about the the fucking. They talked about the the relationship. The, part, the relationship. So okay. The yeah. next step is their sex tape. Talk. They have to release it now. They have to release it. <laughs> I don't know. At this point, both of them, they used to be human shaped and now they're so full of silicone. It would just, <laughs> I, th- I feel like I would get more out of just watching two sex dolls go at it. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure about, I'm not sure about their sex tape at this it point. It is kind of that, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I like how Brooke was like, what advice do you have for like performing with a partner? She goes, you have to fuck them. And I'm like, okay, Vanjie, like. <laughs> I know, it's like, HR, can we get HR in here? Vanjie uh, is. Vanjie is fired from the show. Um, yeah, no, uh, I thought Vanjie's advice in general was really bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like, like once they started showing them choreo, it, it was better advice. I mean, Vanjie was just like, "How do you dance?" Vanjie's is like, "Kakadi kakakau." Ah, <laughs> there's no good advice coming from this person. Yeah, um, she's just there to go. Ah, ah. Um, <laughs> I like that she was in drag for the runway, but not in drag for the judging. <laughs> well, she kind of was. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. She was pumped up and fishy. Like, she was, I mean, like, just like Ken doll. It's crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Like, wow. What ha- What does Drag Race, American Drag Race, do to you? Even Canada's Drag Race. Some of the season one girls. Yeah. Holy moly. I know. There's so many faces where I'm like, how is that your face? Boa, what happened to you? <laughs> yeah, Boa's got some things done. Priyanka, I don't recognize her face. True, true. Yeah. Even Jimbo, even Jimbo. She's supposed to be a clown and she's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm hoping the Camp Wanakiki, like all these plastic surgery people are going to reach out to me now and be like, you know, you're ugly. Can we help? And I'll be like, perfect. <laughs> Let's start with liposuction. Excellent. Uh... <laughs> 
I hope Ken Wanakiki brings that to you, and I hope you say no to it and continue living as the beautiful person you are on the right? outside because you're so ugly on the inside. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure even I'm sure even bastions of positivity about body positivity like Lizzo get the occasional bottle of um, Juvederm shoved in their forehead. Oh, sure. So, hey, there you go. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. So, Ooh. were there any? Were there any good dances? Did you like this dance? You're a dancer. You're qualified. Sure. Are we talking about, like, the performances now? Yeah, we're in the performances. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah you know what? I wrote... I did write notes on everybody. Um, mm-hmm. So let's start with uh, Chaos and Shalazan. Chaos I and Shalazan, not yeah. good. No, not good. it was... They were so not cohesive. Their choreography, like, they didn't work together. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, like, high school... I thought I was at a high school talent show. They were just like, and one and two, and my mom's in the audience. And well, barely one and two. Like, like Hollywood Jade was literally tapping on the desk saying, find your rhythm. And, and he, he said was that so nice rhythm. about it. He was just like, he was so like, yeah. it's okay, everybody. Find your rhythm. I love him now. My uh-huh. my sister actually knows him. Um, and Through he, dance, because your sister it. ran a dance academy. Like, ran a dance yeah, school. Yeah, she did. And so she said he was the nicest guy. And I, He I, is. I've wow. met him. I used to host um, karaoke at O'Grady's on Sunday nights. And I remember him coming in one night with two friends, and they were just having the time of their lives, and they were so fun. Okay, so Shellozon and Chaos... Unfortunately, they made a real connection on their culture, but yeah. wow, the dancing was not But not there. on stage. Chelsea so looked very uncomfortable, and, and I'm just like, yeah. I just wrote down, don't show me you're uncomfortable. Like, if you're uncomfortable with the moves, like, sell it. You have to sell it no matter what. And then at the end, she also really exploded on stage. She was like, I don't know. I probably did really bad. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Before they even like, said anything to her. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't missell yourself. Don't undersell yourself. Because as far as you know, you did amazing. Like, you don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. you may have felt you did shit, but then they may have thought you were incredible. Yeah. They didn't, but they could (laughs) have. Yeah, exactly. No, I can relate with that on on Wanakiki. My God, like, don't undersell yourself. Don't undersell yourself. It's not good. Did you have a moment Um, of underselling yourself? uh, Well, you have to not do it. Oh, we got to watch. Not do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Who was next? It was um, Kimmy uh, and Boom Boom. Kimmy and Boom Boom. I thought they did okay. Like they I were they fine. Did fantastic. I, I thought, thought it was did. very bar. I thought it was very bar act. Oh, totally. Like, you know, they did the duck walk, which was yeah. fine. Yeah. Which Kimmy is great at, and Boom Boom can try to do. Yeah. It wasn't outstanding, but it was good. Well, here's yeah. the thing: it's like they did a lot of choreo in sync. Mm-hmm. And Kimmy is a fantastic dancer. And I could yeah. tell that these were all Kimmy's moves. And Boom Boom was like, could keep up, but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily look good on her body. Um, mm-hmm. But it was nice that Boom Boom could do that. It was just like, it was just like off watching it, them not be like at the same level. But I'm really yeah. proud of Boom Boom for going out and dancing the way Kimmy dances as best Absolutely. as she could. And, and I like that they just... gave each other moments, right? Like they, they, mm-hmm. it wasn't all in sync. They gave each other their like eight counts. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't want to see all in sync. Uh, I don't even like in sync. I prefer the Backstreet Boys, but, mm. or, or like Secret AJ. Dreams. What's oh, it? G4, so Liquid Dreams. Four? That was, Liquid um, Dreams? that was oh. O-Town. That was O-Town. Sugar Jones, Sugar Jones. Oh, my favorite. Mm, if I don't yeah. see a Days Like That lip sync on this show one day, I'm going to riot. <laughs> All right, baby. Uh, so moving on, who was the next one? Fierce and Bomb. Okay, let's not talk about them. That was not this fierce. was not Fierce. It was a bomb. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said it. You said it right away. The only good moment was the end when uh, Bomb fell on the floor and Fierce didn't catch him. Uh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> what the and rest listen, of it? When they were on their knees and they were whipping their hair, that was great for the first two. You can't keep doing the same move over and over. It's not entertaining to watch. They needed better. I like the concept. I like that they came up with a concept of them hating each other, like being mean to each other on stage. I thought that was great, especially on a song about being best friends. Um, But I just didn't like the moves that they did come up with or like the choreo they came up with. I think it could have been executed better. I think it could have been more musical. I mean, like, there's even, it, it's like, let the band die And then there's like this little clap. Hey. Yeah. Like, on the hey, you could have, like, punched 
somebody like yeah, and use every beat yeah use what you got and yeah. i i just don't think it was gr- executed well no it was terrible um, it was really bad they were in the bottom for a reason <laughs> so hey okay so then we've got uh who's next it's jada um, and irma jada and irma i thought this was pretty good but i honestly thought it could have been better i i don't mm-hmm. necessarily agree that jada was the winner here personally same actually no yeah i love jada um, I like the concept of like the white girl and the black girl doing the twerking. Like, I think yeah. that's a really funny concept. <laughs> and the fact that Irma is the one who took the mis- the, the big Frida uh, verse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. So I actually Irma, think Irma was the winner of the challenge. I think Irma was the winner tonight. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cause like, that's what sold it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? I'm even going to go further. I'm going to say Kimmy was the winner. Yeah. And, but she wasn't the winner last week. I, I don't agree. think she deserved the win last week. Oh, I totally don't agree. I think it was a little bit rigamorous. I think they really want to give Jada a win for some reason early on. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't help that Brooklyn Heights is Jada's friend. Well, I mean, I don't think Brooklyn I'm just, judges I'm just going to leave way. that I really out. Don't. I'm going. Mm, I don't. Mm, yeah, I'm going to leave it out there. Brooklyn Come and on. Brooklyn and and Tynomi are very tight, and she had Tynomi in the bottom three weeks in the row, and then sent her home. Yeah, but that was the first season when she was trying to justify herself. Now, she, she did have Jada in the bottom last week. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I don't. Oh. I don't think it's favorite. I don't think Brooklyn plays favorites. I don't think she. Okay. Does. Okay. Well, I don't know if it was deserved, but you know. She did end up winning. Um, and then the mm-hmm. last group, honestly, they were my favorite. They did a great job with that disco track. I liked it, too. I, you know what? I was bored at first. At first, I was like, you need to pick this up a little bit more. And they right. did pick it up. They really did. They were fun to watch. They were so cohesive. So I know. cohesive. And just the disco movements. They, they, were, they were criticized in rehearsal for not having enough disco movements. They yeah. added every disco move I could think of. Like, yeah. it was great. And it was well done. And it was entertaining. Yeah, I I could have seen them and the, as the winners. Me too. Like, I was surprised a, they were just, not in the top two. Like I think they four. should. Like if there was like a dual win, they're the winners for me. Like if it was a like, both yeah. of them win. I I would have said that group won for me. I agree. Personally. I agree. Well, as far as pairs go, they did the best. So uh, that's that. Um, should we do the runway? We should move Let's on get to the into runway. it. Um, but do you have any final thoughts about the the dancing uh, as a dance mistress yourself? Uh, no, I think I said everything I needed to say. Like, I, uh, I wish people had been more creative in working together. Like, I think Jada and Irma did a great job of working together. I wish Chaos and, um, and Shelazan had done a better job of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so we got the runway tonight. Um, and, uh. The theme is sleeves. Is that what the theme is? Is sleeves? Yeah, sleeves. Just called sleeves. Okay. Yeah. Work. So, um, of course, we've got Brooklyn Heights in this sleeveless ensemble. <laughs> always, always the bad girl. It is really hot though. It's like this little gorgeous. bodysuit. They all look out. gorgeous. Tracy looks incredible. Hollywood with those giant oversized window panes on his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the green. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so first out is Jada, Jada Shada Hudson in. I don't understand how this is sleeves, but there's a lot of watches all over it. It's gold. Yeah, it's watches all over the sleeves. I honestly don't get the look. I don't understand it, but maybe it's not for me to understand. Um, but do you do you like the look? Yeah, but I, yeah. I but, but like for the sleeves, I don't know. I don't even know what to, if I should uh, nut or cut it. I'm gonna yeah. So I mean, like I'll, for the challenge, I'll, I don't understand it. It's a cut because yeah. I just I'm like this is not sleeves and what is this watch thing going on but okay the hair is cool it's a donut it's very everything everywhere all at once true <laughs> it really is oh my god this is so true <laughs> and this is way before the movie came out it um, is she's living the moment i'm gonna give it a nut and give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe there's something about this that i don't understand yeah yeah uh maybe it's like watches up the sleeve I, I don't even know. Yeah. Maybe you call watches sleeves. I don't know. Okay, up next is Irma God uh, doing this uh, mini dress with... Irma Gerd. Excuse me. Sorry, mm-hmm. Uma. <laughs> um, 
with this uh, jellyfish sleeve moment. It's purple with a nice ripple in the front and some jellyfish sleeves. Uh, yeah, I think this is cute. This is a this is a lovely camp look. I love it. I love it. It's yeah, I think it's cute. I don't necessarily love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was made by herself and uh, backslash garbage file, which I think may be her drag child. I'm not sure, but it's a very funny mm-hmm. name. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cute. I'm going to give it a cut. Okay, so you cut it. Fair enough. I appreciated it. I thought it was very Camp Wanikiki. Very good. I love it. So I can't, yeah. I can't, I nut it. Um, Miss Fearsalicious. She's oh got a trick up her. Sleeve. sleeve. She, oh my god, she's doing the Eve 6000 references yet again. <laughs> she, I know, yet again, she's like obsessed with Eve. Yeah, Eve, um, Eve Fierce is obsessed with you. I would yeah. file a restraining order if you can. Yeah, watch your back, Eve. <laughs> she she's might behind try, you. Try to, she's gonna steal your identity if you're not, uh. But I mean, I I gag. This is iconic coming out in the, in, the, in the reveal look. Yeah, um, my favorite thing is at the end when she pulls out from her sleeve um, <laughs> a, a sheet that says "trick," but the T is hidden, so it just says "Rick." <laughs> <laughs> that is so clever. I'm like, who's Rick? This <laughs> is funny, and the clown look itself underneath um, is really cute. Yeah, I thought it was a cute look. I think Lucinda made this. Oh, this is very Lucinda Mew. Yeah, very yeah. burlesque. And the yeah. clown face. This is a nut. I love the concept. Uh, wow, Fierce, you are just going in on people. Fierce is not afraid of television. She is not afraid of saying things. And I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> she's not afraid of being a total bitch. <laughs> and she's funny. And she's funny. Yeah. Um. Next Bombay. up, Bob. Bombay with incredible hair moment that she didn't take any of the clips out of at all. No, but that's part of the look. Like there's a whole, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand it. There's a hair trend where all the clips are in. You keep the clips. You keep the clips. Yeah. Because on Instagram, she posted this without any of the clips. But it's a completely different wig. Like if you look at this one, it's yeah. Mm. Like if you look at that one, the hair is, is more not like it's tighter, like tightly wound. Tightly wound, yeah. whereas here it's not. It's like flatly wound. Um, this wig might not have survived in a suitcase. Yeah, I think it looks better tightly wound. It looks better in the photos. Um, mm-hmm. The the hair was done by Wig Zaddy, and the yeah, costume is by job, Jeff Christensen. Yeah, and Jeff. Oh my goodness, kitten, kitten getting sexy, right? Um, it's good. This is a good. This is an interesting way to do sleeves. It's great. She looks this fantastic. This is really cool. This hair is really cool. Giving us the, the Sailor Moon wrapped around Bayonetta yeah. fantasy. This is really cool. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Little nut. Um, okay, Shelazan LaRue comes out wrapped in uh, ribbons. ribbons. A crazy kind of chunky ribbon moment just all over the place. Yeah. Uh, big shoulders. Lots of ribbons hanging everywhere. Mm-hmm. And kind of a mini dress moment. Yeah, I want to like this so bad. It is an indigenous reference. Well, um, just because ribbons, right? What do you mean? Just because it's ribbons, right? Because like ribbons are an indigenous kind of reference or something. Yeah, right? yeah. She yeah. did say it as she came out down the runway. She did say, yeah. Um, I don't know it. Like, I don't know this as that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I can only critique the look itself. And I want to like it i think it's so close to being good i think it's just she's not good at styling herself Mm -hmm. uh yeah so you're gonna cut you're gonna cut i'm gonna cut it i'm gonna nut it because honestly i still think it works it's ridiculous it's campy yeah Um, if it's a brief like the sleeves are incredible like i like that it just looks cheaply made Coming up, though, Chaos, I didn't like this. Uh, no, it's it a looked, major cut. It looks bad. Yeah. I just don't like it. it I was like, it is she going basic. for Arabian Princess? Like, I don't really even know what, what she's going for. The hair just doesn't work. There's nothing in the hair, really. It, I don't know. The proportions are off. And then, like the judges said, once she finally revealed, and there is, like, that Arabian Princess moment with the belly dancer kind of style thing underneath, mm-hmm. it's a lot better. 
It's a but lot even better. then, like as far as sleeves go, this is kind of basic. That's true, because that the sleeves is just the 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 flowy stuff, right? Yeah. 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 yeah this is my cut. This is definitely cotton. Yeah, it's a cut. Because it's just too complicated, you know. You have to amp yourself up, but like know when to stop, and uh, that's yeah. why it's a cut for me. That's why it's a cut. Yeah. I know. It's tricky in drag. Easy uh, tricky. But my goodness, the next one, Vivian Vander, uh, Puss Vivian Snatch, Vivian. whatever her names. Uh, Vivian Vander Snatch. Hand, the small hand clown. Okay. <laughs> I fucking love that. But here's what I love about it. It's not the the hands that are coming out of her arms because mm-hmm. to me I'm kind of like okay that's like a that's not really sleeves but then you look down at the bottom of her skirt and it's all, and it's all sleeves, sleeves with tiny hands yes. and that's where you get me that's where I'm like okay I like, like it's this. the idea that she doesn't really have legs she's just her legs are just a whole bunch of sleeves with tiny hands crawling along like a little clown spider like it's brilliant I just wish she had found a way to make her shoes a tiny hand like a series of tiny hands or like whatever <laughs> like just glued them all over her shoes like to make her legs look like they are a sleeve with a tiny hand on it yeah I mean, th- those are like the shoulda, woulda, couldas, and also yeah. preparing for the shows are so hard. Oh, I it's mean, impossible. I bet, it's, yeah. I bet she wanted to, but like this is a brilliant count clown moment. I love Stone yeah. Nut. Um, and then her partner there, Giselle Lullaby, coming out with an extended arm basic bitch moment with the first first. Oh my God. <laughs> like they both have the weird arms. This is so good. Yeah. Giant arms. <laughs> Giant arms versus tiny arms. Like it's so funny. <laughs> and they had that moment in the untucked where they're oh like, Oh my God. Eating each other. <laughs> and even the moment on the runway, I'm so glad Hollywood Jade was like, can you open your purse for me? And then they, that was so good. <laughs> oh, geez, I just can't get it open. <laughs> and that's why we need Hollywood there. Like, that's why yeah. Hollywood, because he understands how to make comedy happen. Okay, total nut. Okay, moving on. Kimmy Couture in this uh, Asian fantasy, kind of like mm-hmm. crazy sleeves and this giant, massive headpiece. Um, I definitely love this headpiece. What this is the sleeves? This is all made head and toe <laughs> are made by um, Kiki Ko. Kiki Ko from this Call Me is, Mother. This is very Kiki Ko. Kiki is yeah. next level. She is so yeah. good. So do you like this? Do you think it fits I the love, brief? I love it. I, and as far as fitting the brief, like, yeah, actually it does. Like, it is very interesting yeah, sleeves. Very epic sleeves. Yeah. Very yeah. epic. Yeah, I give it a nut for sure. Yeah, I think this is a nut. It's beautiful. Like, how can you not? And then I think finally we've got Lady Boom Boom coming out with yes. this, <laughs> this like street streetwear moment with sleeves mm-hmm. just that just go on forever. and on and on. I wish they were completely <laughs> unrolled and just like completely off stage. It would have been fantastic if it had just been a continuous stream. Uh, uh-huh. But it's so good. It's good. It's good. It's a total nut. That's that's it. And uh, yeah. yeah, those are the looks. I thought it was a really strong runway, really strong yeah. episode, yeah. a really strong mini challenge. I was not expecting it. I'm back on board. Season three, Canada's Drag Race. I'm yeah. back on board. You're figuring your thing. Even the lighting looks a little bit better. A little bit. Okay, is someone dying? Because there's clearly an ambulance outside your house. Oh, is that registering on the mic? I'm so sorry. It's me. I called uh, an ambulance to come get me because you're so hot and looking at you is making me sick. Well, that's my (laughs) plan to slowly kill you because you're an evil, bad person and all will be revealed soon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I mean, that's the episode. Thank God we're done with this. I'm so tired. I need to go to sleep. No, no, we're not done oh. yet. We have a bottom two, which happens to be Mr. Salacious. And Ch- no, we have oh. a lip sync to do, baby. No, uh, no. Uh, I know, I know. Who's in the bottom two? It was Fierce. Miss Fierce, Alicia's, and Shell is on. Do you, do you agree with that bottom two? Uh, I yeah. think it should have been Fierce and Bomb. I think they should have been down I, there together. I, I would have preferred to have, like done the whole challenge as a pair's winner. Yeah. I would have preferred Giselle... And, and Vivian and Vivian to win because also their runways were just outstanding. Yes. Uh, I don't think it should have been singles. And I do think, yeah, it should have been bomb and fierce in the bottom. I'm, I'm sorry, that gals, but yeah, 
I don't know. I don't know why they're breaking things up. If they want to do teams, do teams. Like do teams. Go all the way. Consequences. Go all the way. Don't go halfway. Yeah. So uh, Fierce won the lip sync. You know what? I actually think Shellzone did better than Fierce in the lip sync. The lip sync was really underwhelming. It was from. It's a. It's a fun song. You could have had so much fun with that. And Fierce was dressed as a clown. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much to say about it. It wasn't a good lip sync. Um, I think Shellzone did a little bit better than Fierce. I don't. Maybe it's just what, yeah. it, what the camera showed me, but that's what I saw. Fierce got it down on the floor for a minute, and I don't know, made love. Which was to a good moment. Set. That was that was a good moment. Um, good moment, but mm. I have a feeling these editors are very kind to the girls, and the girls who go home, I think they give them really kind edits in the lip sync. You might be right. Yeah. So maybe Shellazon just didn't know the words or something, but that's a theory. It's yeah, possible. it's just a theory. Yeah, it's uh, a theory. But from what I saw, I kind of, I preferred Shellazon's take than Fierce's. Yeah, and I love Fierce, more, but more camp, more classic, and just more invested. I mean, Fierce uh, tends to have that kind of dead eyes thing, you know. So, it's a and she lip syncs through clenched teeth. Did you notice that it was all through yeah, clenched just, teeth? It's just a little vacant sometimes. She's she's very in her head when she's lip syncing. So yeah. So you know, it is what it is. But you know. Fierce survives another day and unfortunately have to get rid of uh, Shellazon LaRue. Yeah. Bye. Well, she is a star. She's the social media queen. She'll always have more followers than Fierce. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And uh, she really represented uh, for Central Canada. So yeah. congratulations on getting on the show and, and showing us and keeping it deadly. And uh, mm-hmm. what's her other thing that she says? Uh, yeah, fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. Well, we did find out, and uh, yeah, we liked it. <laughs> uh, I hope we get, we see more Prairie Queens. I hope we see more Saskatchewan drag as well in the show. Totally. Yeah, just all of Canada represented. I think they've really done a good job finding the people. Now it's it's good. You know? Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. Someone I would love to see on the next season is, is another indigenous oh no it's not, another indigenous <laughs> queen from winnipeg is uh oh, feather yeah. talia i would love to see her on the show yeah feather yeah. good call good call um there's lots of people i would love to see uma god on the show from montreal yeah. oprah now they uma. Have, they've, had, they've had irma now they're gonna have uma <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to see lilith Ferrick from calgary oh me too or like one of her Lilith. sisters, like Carla Marx or something like that. Yeah, know? Carla's fantastic. Um, you know, those would be great to have on. We could the go show. on all day. We could go on all day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's it. Okay, are we done? Are we done now? Are we done now? I hope so. I'm done talking to you. You're horrible. You're a mean person. <laughs> this has gone on long enough. Okay, <laughs> we're not gonna drag this on, squirrels. We're gonna uh chat next w- next week. Um, as long as we're still both alive and willing to do this podcast and talk to each other. Mm. Yeah, which <laughs> which means that we won't be back next week. So. Oh, my God. Okay, so. <laughs> please tune in again if you can. And tell your friends. Please. Rate yeah. us, subscribe us, um, uh, comment. Leave us a comment telling us you like our show. Mm-hmm. Don't ever sure. give us less than five uh, stars. Uh, yeah. We're like Uber. And then, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. share and tell your friends. Whoa, share. Uh, and yeah. tell your friends that you love us and to listen to us, okay? Because we're That's tired good. and we need your your, your support. Uh, okay, goodbye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Goodbye now. <laughs> <laughs> oh.